Welcome to the Art and Fitness Podcast, where we discuss all things fitness, from movement to nutrition to sleep to mindset to living with purpose. This podcast will give you the tools and pieces to become an overall better human being. If you need more, come see us in the gym or online at Art and Fitness. Give us a subscribe, tune in every week, and we hope you enjoy the show. What's up, Sari? How are you doing today? Welcome to a very strange Zoom podcast, video, entertainment channel, whatever we're doing now. Um, Hey, today's sponsor is Zoom, as a matter of fact, as I'm looking at myself, judging myself in in the mirror as, uh, as best my camera can pick me up. Sarah, you look great. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a long road to get you onto uh, a podcast, and I guess it took a, uh, social distancing to have that come into place, which is pretty cool. So uh, at least that we got you on, not the whole social distancing factor. I want to make that clear. But how have you been? How, how's everything going? Are you handling this pretty well? Are you uh, itching to get back into the gym? Um, I think I'm handling it pretty well. I'm fortunate enough to have some stuff in my basement. So I'm trying to make it work as best I can for the working out aspect. Um, Managing the kids and homeschooling and working is interesting, but everybody's kind of in the same boat here. So yeah. What's your, uh, what's your home gym setup look like or, or sound like I should say? What's it look like? Yeah. Uh, what you got, got in there? Lots of dumbbells, a couple kettlebells, a barbell, some weights, a box, and some rings. Nice. Yeah. Are, are you sticking with your own programming? Is someone still writing programming for you? And, and I guess, are you still feeling and seeing some, some of the same results? Uh, Chase is still writing all my programming. Uh, he actually didn't have to make too many adjustments, uh, to incorporate what we've been doing in the gym for me to continue on with my same goals at home. Um, really the only thing that I'm missing out on is, uh, heavy squats. I don't have a squat rack, so anything I squat, I have to be able to clean up. So (laughs) yeah, you have to clean, put it over your on your back and do some squats that way, which wouldn't be terrible, but as far as weights and what you're probably used to doing, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, but we're making it work and I'm happy that he was super accommodating with that. Nice. Nice. Well, cool. Again, thank you for joining us. It it did take a while, but we do have some pretty cool questions to ask you. Uh, What we've been doing and I'm sure you know is, is getting to know our members. And I think besides Chase, um, and myself, getting to know your coaches is absolutely a uh, a great way to learn and and uh, and work with us, right? And, and know what we're all about, why we're coaching, and what we can do to help our members. So, I wanted to dig deep into your routine and just understand what makes you tick and how you you kind of piece your day together. So, if you can just let us know a little bit about what you do after you wake up um, and get rolling from there. Sure. So I'm going to go back to a day before all of this uh, shelter place started. So a regular day of the week for me, um, I usually get up around 630. 
I get myself ready. And then around seven, I'll get my kids up and get them ready. Nice. Uh, we usually all head downstairs together. Um, I'll make them their breakfast, make their lunches. And then in between that, I'll make my own breakfast, have some coffee. And then we're really out the door. Either I'm dropping them off at a neighbor's house uh, so that she can take them to the bus or I'm um, dropping them off to the bus and then I head to work. Nice. What are you, what are you making for breakfast? Like, what do you guys usually have? Well, uh, myself, the first thing I'll always have is my salt water with lemon. Okay. Always have that first. Uh, then I'll have some coffee. And then after that, I usually am having a breakfast smoothie, Ooh. which usually consists of uh, frozen berries, some protein powder, and some almond butter or cashew butter. Okay. And lately, I've just been using water with that. Kind of boring, but <laughs> yeah. Do you recommend like if people don't want to use water, is there like something better as far as like uh, milk or oat milk, anything flax, flax milk, anything like that? Yeah, I would I would recommend almond milk or cashew okay. milk. Over, I've used both of those and they're pretty good. Okay, yeah, and I think I after you had shared some stuff on uh, your own Instagram about just some quick protein shakes, quick breakfast. I've been adapting that to myself. Yeah, um, and I've been experimenting a little bit here and there, but I think I got the secret sauce down. Nice. I yeah, I really enjoy. It. I actually drink it usually on my way to work in the car. Okay. Nice. Nice. So okay. So you, you make a healthy breakfast, healthy shake, the kids are up ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um you've had your water, you've had your coffee. What happens next? So it's right around the afternoon or is it still early, early morning? Well in the morning I usually coach a couple classes. Around 1030 I do my own workout. Okay. Usually last till 12 or 12 30. Uh, after that, I, you know, we, depending on the day, we might um, meet together as coaches, talk about a few things, or I head home. I'll do a little bit of work on my computer, eat lunch, take a shower. Then it's almost time to get the kids off the bus. Okay. Usually I have to get them ready for dance or gymnastics and then get them where they need to be. And then I head back to the gym. Is your routine like shaken up a little bit since, you know, that, that does seem like uh, the breakfast and all that can stay on track, but for your workout time of day, has that, um, especially with the circumstances, has that taken a little bit of a hit or are you still on the same schedule? Uh, actually this past week, that's actually a really good question. It has not stayed exactly on track. Yeah. Um, just trying to fit in the kids um, that they're at home. This week they didn't have school because it's spring break. Um, so things definitely were shifted, but I didn't miss a workout. Um, yeah. So. Okay. What, what did you have? Uh, what was your program like this week? Just like high level. For working out? Yeah. Yeah. What was your programming like this week? Um, I had two leg days in a row. So Monday, Tuesday. Nice. Uh, Wednesdays are upper body kind of 
core stability, fixing Sarah's shoulder day. <laughs> uh, and then the next two days are also uh, squat days as well. So I'm kind of squatting four days a week right now, two days of back squats, two days of front squats, wow. lots, lots of legs. Is that, is that kind of in line with what your goal is at the moment? Are you just trying to get big old legs? <laughs> some, some powerful, because I mean, that's where most of your, of our power comes from. And a lot of people don't use their legs in workouts for some specific reason, way, shape or form, but still want to like right. power clean 200 pounds without their legs. <laughs> for me, uh, the reason behind it is um, because I'm sure most people already know, but I love, I love deadlifts. I'm pretty good at them. Um, but what I guess what you would say is that I'm a deadlift dominant person. So the, um, the, the number between what I can deadlift and what I can squat back squat is it's a really high percent difference. It should okay. be with like an 80%. And mine's not even close to that. So really, yeah. So so if I can deadlift like three fifty, let's just say, yeah, uh, my back squat should be within eighty pounds of that. Eighty percent. I think it's eighty percent. Yeah. Okay, fascinating. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Based on that, my back squat should be about 260 pounds, and it is not close to that at all. Okay. Based on my deadlift, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and it, I'm sure you guys are, are taking that in stride as far as a developmental path and getting you a little mm. bit more apt to do those back squats. And if you're like me and you back squat a lot of, a lot of weight, um, mm. a lot of weight is relevant to me too, as it is to you. I'm sure you can probably back squat more than I can, but... Uh, I'm always like if experiencing some kind of flare up in my back or something like that. So I tend to stay away from back squats if I can. I just know, I just know I'll, I'll be walking a little, a little crooked like that, maybe potentially here or there, but <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. So it's, I'm good that it's glad, uh, I'm glad that you guys are, are working towards maybe slimming that Delta down. Um, so for dinner, what, what's like a staple at your house that you like to eat and then what your kids like to eat too? Oh, what my kids like to eat. I'm, well, I'm very fortunate that for the most part, my kids um, have always had the same dinners that, that I have. So they eat pretty healthy. Um, okay. I've never had to cook them something different. Um, unless it's already something that we have in the fridge and they want, want that, but it's still a healthy option. Um, lately they really love tacos. <laughs> um, they both love pasta with meat sauce and I do buy them a chickpea pasta or at least a gluten-free pasta. They don't, okay. they don't of course have any idea what that means and they don't <laughs> know the difference, but they like it. How, how was, uh, was there like a transitional period for them when you started eating a little bit more healthy where maybe your kids weren't, or you guys weren't where it might've, it might've taken some time to, to flatten that, um, that curve, so to speak. Honestly, no, 
ever wow. since. Okay. Yeah. So my oldest daughter is eight now. Ever since like her first foods were all like I made her baby food for her. Okay. And then when she tra transitioned into eating what we would eat, that's what she got for dinner. So she's always known vegetables. She's always known all, like chicken, steak, pork chops. Yeah. It's just been what we do. So that's awesome. And yeah. those, ha those habits and with other members that we've had on, they always talk about those healthy lifestyles that will start from them and then it'll go to the top down. Right. So they'll, they'll look at uh, you as like a superhero. If they're like me, look at my parents as superheroes and like mm -hmm. want to do what they're doing and take those out these habits uh, onwards. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not perfect. They still right. <laughs> like sugar and all the rest of it, but we try to limit it as best we can. But as long as they're getting a healthy breakfast, lunch, dinner, then. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Mm. Cool. Anything else that, that I might've missed in that routine that you wanted to touch on just like a day in the life? Um, probably not. No. Okay, cool. So what intrigued you to become a CrossFit coach now a coach with active life a coach with uh, level method all, all the other things I mean I consider us you know mild experts in those fields as far as that goes but yeah. uh, spanning outside of just CrossFit what what did inspire you to become a coach well uh, that actually goes back quite a few years um, when I, I I used to have a different job obviously when I lived in Canada I was a research manager, so I had a desk job, um, but I was always into fitness. And um, I, at one point, had a personal trainer, and we became really good friends, and she kind of inspired me um, to take a personal training certificate. Uh, so I did that way back when. I can't even remember exactly how many <laughs> years ago that was yeah. um, and I loved it and it had crossed my mind that I would love to give up my job to do this yeah but I did not have the courage to do so so I didn't and I didn't end up doing anything with it so many years ago I already had that passion and that like idea that it's something that I would like to pursue um, then just went on the back burner and then after I had my first baby, when I got was looking for something to do to get back in shape, that's when I found CrossFit. Just like everybody, you fall in love with it, you become addicted yeah. to it. And what bother, better way would, I mean, to be able to, um, to coach and to stay in that field and work in that would be, was amazing. So yeah. that's what I did. Um, I think in 2013. So maybe after a year and a half or so into CrossFit. Okay. Um, and just okay. very part-time at first, a couple classes a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you get a certification because somebody that, you know, had a good influence, a good impact on your life. And you kind of yeah. found out that you had a passion for that and really wanted to make it your own. Um, yeah. I mean, taking a step into um, personal training, any of those type of fields, you know, they're not 
right off the bat, like the, the quickest way to earn a buck, right? I mean, it's a lot of building your own book, um, getting clients in, you know, and then making a reputation for yourself too. So it's a long road, especially if you had a, a nine to five or whichever you were doing at the time. Yeah, that's exactly what I had. Yeah, just to step away from that and, yeah. and go, hey, I'm just going to go give it a shot. You know, not a lot of people um, are in those positions. So it absolutely makes sense. But the fact that you pursued it and, and really wanted to, you know, keep that into your life as best as you can is awesome. How did you end up coming to, to uh, CrossFit Algonquin at the time? Uh, so that is because I used to live in Streamwood. So that my other gyms, that CrossFit gyms that I belonged to were out that way. Okay. Um, and then when I moved to Huntley, I obviously needed to find a gym. So I tried out CrossFit Algonquin and CrossFit Huntley at the same time. Okay. Um, but obviously we know where I ended up. Right. It was not a hard decision for me. Um, and at first I did not, I didn't coach. You know, I just was a member there and I, I loved it. It was an easy decision to, to choose that place for me. So. So, so did, how did that conversation go when you were saying, uh, you know, I, I want to take more control and be in, involved more in the gym? Did you approach Chase about that idea or uh, did he come to you and ask you as far as uh, coaching goes? Um, it was kind of a, just a mutual decision. Okay, nice. We had, uh, I obviously was a, he wanted me to be a member there for a bit before that I coached. Okay. Um, and that probably was good for me to just get to know the members, work oh. out with different people, see some of their uh, skill level, that, that kind of thing. And then I took the uh, weightlifting certificate. I can't off the top of my head remember exactly what that's called. Yeah. But I did that and he actually hosted that one at the gym at the time. And then after that, I started coaching there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Was that, in, was that in like a January? Cause it I remember. Was. Yes, oh. it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was some kind of, some kind of thing like this guy was lifting crazy weights. I remember just seeing it on like a Facebook story or something like that. It was just, yeah. What the, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Honestly, like over four years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, were you one of the, the the foundational coaches then? Um, one one of a few that were already had already been in there. No, I, there's was other ones before me. Yeah. I was, okay. I, I don't know. I just I always uh, whenever I think of that gym, I always think of like you, Chase and Shelly. Yeah, being just like the main pieces of that place, but Sarah coached a little and, more then as well. Yeah, right, right, and Sarah as well. Um, so very cool, awesome. So uh, obviously, you being a part of Ardent now from that transformation from CrossFit, um, what what is is your vision of what you want to do with with this now? And do you think that? Um, you know, we're completely setting ourselves apart from just a typical CrossFit gym, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, what are, what are your thoughts so far moving forward with everything? I think we've had a lot of successes, uh, specifically you've had a lot of successes with clients. 
I know we're going to talk to one soon and talk about Ashley as well coming up, but um, how do you feel about it? I mean, I, I've been hearing great things. I've been seeing awesome results as far as just uh, active life goes, but uh, can you give us a little insight on, on how you feel about it and, and what's been working as a coach? Yeah. Uh, personally, I think following the active life path that we're, we're doing now is probably the best decision um, that Chase has yeah. made for the gym. Uh, I think that it's not only going to help our current members, you know, for us being able to provide the movement assessments and then possibly um, extra personal training sessions to help them address any issues. But it's also especially important for any new member coming in, we're able to provide them with a higher level of service and care right from the first time we meet with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's cool to see too, because we had like, uh, obviously before we were sheltered in place, uh, we were seeing a lot of great new members coming in too. Yeah. And, and typically not like your most successful periods to be doing business, I guess, as far as gyms go. I mean, it's just those tough months, like end of January, beginning of February, and then early March, like those are Mm -hmm. typical like usually they're they're flat but i think we had like nine or ten new members join and and i mean the, the results have been showing and we have a lot of core members that have still stuck with us even from like the beginning we still have some foundational members and to um to have that for almost five years now running is is amazing so with active life can you tell us a little bit about um what your view on that is and just how it's been beneficial for people so far. Do you want me to talk about Ashley in particular? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That'd well, be great. Okay. And overall, I mean, I, I myself have been able to uh, provide movement assessments on a handful of our members, um, which has been really cool okay. and interesting findings on each of those individuals. Um, we haven't yet had a chance to move forward with any plans for them. And obviously right now that might be on hold for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the one person that I am still working with and who has seen a lot of success is Ashley. Um, she was, she first started personal training because she had some knee issues and her knee was always hurting her um, a, a lot. Yeah. So um, being able to provide those movement assessments and work with her through those, um, we were able to kind of address some of her issues. And it's been, I think, since the beginning of December till now. And on most days, she'll say that her knees do not bother her anymore. Wow. So. Yeah. And I, I think like not only has it been helpful for her, just her knees, but I think working one-on-ones provided her an extra bit of accountability that she needed and motivation that she needed. So overall, it's just been really awesome to see her transform into loving her fitness routine and stuff like that. So. Very cool. 
Yeah. So with, with her, and I think what Active Life, at least my understanding, is getting people out of pain yep. and moving to sustain their, their, um, their gains, so to speak, working to stay in the gym, staying healthy and being able to do everything that you wanted to do outside of the gym comfortably yep. by putting yourself on a, on a good path. Right. That's, that's how I see it. And I remember when we had our, um, a couple coaches, coaches meetings ago, we had kind of using ourselves as guinea pigs as far oh, as like, you know, yeah. moving your legs back, doing the overall assessments, how flexible, how mobile are you? Um, how did you do on those tests? Did you get like a, a complete uh, <laughs> mobile overview or? No, no, I didn't. No? <laughs> okay. So, so for myself, actually, and I, I was able to, uh, be, even before we met as the coaches, when Chase and I were in New York, we, the majority of the time we were learning these assessments and performing them. Uh, repeatedly to be to be able to become comfortable with them yeah um so I found out while I was there that um my shoulders are don't move as well as as what I would like and also my right wrist is not as flexible as my left okay um both of those things actually make a lot of sense to me because I have had um shoulder issues in the past um and overhead squats, snatches, sometimes handstand push-ups usually can put extra pressure on my wrist and have sure. bothered me in the past. So it was really um, actually interesting and eye-opening and yeah. yeah. So I remember earlier last year when uh, the Open was going on mm -hmm. and we had teams and everything and you couldn't participate because yeah. of your shoulder and how, how from there has it gradually gotten better with active life? Maybe I know because we there was that time. When was the was the open in October? The the open was in the spring last year. Spring, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So February, March. That's right. So and then we got involved with Active Life in, around Thanksgiving, right? Right. Thanksgiving. So yeah. before that, were you guys you were just probably taking more rest time? to let your shoulder heal and then jump back into like some butterfly pull-ups and things like that? Yeah. So what happened with that, uh, I, I actually went to Cam mm -hmm. for the, for my shoulder okay. and he helped me through, um, the process of, of getting it better. And he was able to tell me and to tell Chase things that I can't, could and could not do. And, when I'd be released to do certain things. So we kind of just went week by week on um, adding things back. The okay. last thing that I was able to do uh, was dips because that puts a lot of pressure on your shoulder. Yeah. Um, so we did just a lot of strengthening. Uh, I did a lot of carries. A lot of the boring stuff, really. Yeah. <laughs> but not doing any uh, kipping pull-ups or muscle-ups or anything like that for a good amount of time um, actually was what I needed. And I worked a lot of the strict stuff instead. So strict pull-ups or strict chest-to-bar. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That motion wouldn't didn't bother it. It would be the swinging back and forth that was... Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny to, not funny but it's crazy to see what 
you know, uh, CrossFitters and people who love the sport who just can't can't do it anymore because they've been injured or something. Those those um, members or athletes that we've had to learn from those past experiences, and now it's people that are coming in or starting their CrossFit journey or fitness journey, whatever that might be. They have all of these tools that are available to them too. So you know, in in a in a to put yourself in one of your new client shoes and say, if they want to be like you, they want to be able to move like you and do all those things. You can help them get onto a healthy path to actually build the muscle around the shoulders. So instead of just being like, Hey, here's a kip up, here's a pull up bar. You've never kipped in your life. Yeah. Uh, swing here, swing there. And then mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Do 10 minutes of stretching and go. Yeah, no, a lot of it is building strength around um, the joints um, we're also, you know, a lot of us, maybe most of us, you know, are going to be stronger right to left. And then you'll see yeah. that with people's shoulders, arms, and and legs as well. Yeah. I was like the, um, the strict dumbbell presses. Yeah. Single arm strict dumbbell press. And then it's like, oh, I can do 35, no problem. And then you put your left hand or my left hand because I'm a righty. I'm just like, ugh. Uh, I have like my head going down here just to get one rep and it's like that's not how we want it to be portrayed but it's, yeah. it's crazy because you really do have a dominant side. Yeah side another cool thing about the active life is that they did provide us the training on how to to test everybody's strength balance. Okay. So um, new members coming into the gym that's written into their foundations and then we can use that um, with personal training as well and I know I've used it for a lot of my ID clients as well and I think Chase is doing the same thing I know he's given me some of them uh, to do especially for the shoulders and I am uneven it's <laughs> <laughs> okay we're all a little uneven here and there yeah. um, who's your favorite client so far who's my favorite client I'm not gonna well, you haven't had me so I would say I would probably have to say my sister right yeah, your sister. Yeah, good She's, answer. Yes, yes. No, oh. great. <laughs> have, have you? Uh, I'll just ask. I mean, I know she when she probably first told you she was pregnant, she still wanted to come in mm -hmm. and and do some exercises. So what what did her program look like? I I don't think we talked about this um, prior to here, but I'm just curious to see like what what did uh, her programming look like, and and can we offer obviously some in depth staying healthy around being pregnant at the time so what did it look like before or what does or i guess like during you know when she said like hey I, i'm expecting but i want to still pursue my fitness to have the best overall chance and obviously do all those things so yeah just well see like what the program looks like. first really didn't have to change too significantly okay i mean some of the main things that that we did was obviously take the you know the pace of things down yeah. So if I, you know, if I give her 15 minutes on the C2 bike, you know, she's not going to be going all out for as many meters as she can get anymore. She's just going to be, you know, getting just like her heart rate up a little bit. Um, we changed, we took away the weight for a little bit for squats and things like that. Um, we do things seated on a bench so she's not having to get up and down from the ground. Okay. You know, uh, dumbbell presses that way. Uh, she does some hamstring curls with bands sitting on a bench. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
sticking with her goals, but not really having to change it too, too much. Yeah. And that's, I think the point, what I was trying to make is that, you know, we are really fine tuned to help anybody in any kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at our success stories, you look at our members who are in there now, it's any, any age that you can think of and, uh, you know, yeah. any type of restriction that they may have had that we're working on getting them into a comfortable, healthy lifestyle. I think that, you know, people understand or our members understand that we, we care about that and we bought into all these different programs to help uh, narrow down what we can do to help them better than, yeah. than just being hands off and saying, hey, one more round, one more rep. You know, those are the kind of things that, that we can really help with. Yeah, and whether or not you're in ID or in class, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, if somebody's pregnant, or all of us are able, you know, to modify, there's tons of different modifications out there that yeah. you can do. Um, you know, I worked out until the day before I had Holly. Wow. So I'm pretty familiar myself with all the different types of modifications that you can do. So very cool. Yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. Um, moving along here, got a couple more questions for you. I'll I'll try to stay back on track, and I'm throwing you some curves, which you asked me not to do. What, what was that? Oh, just showing you the time. Okay, yeah, I got I think three forty-seven. Um, so, what is your favorite success story um, as a coach, and then also uh, as a CrossFit uh, member? Any any favorite success stories that you've had, or maybe just one that stuck out the most as at our Uh I don't. I'm not gonna say I have a favorite, but uh, let me go with the most recent one, just because it's top of mind right now. And I'm gonna have to go with Alexis. Yeah. Um. So she is a, a remote ID client. I mean, she's also a student, so in the summertime, she'll be back in the gym. But um, to date, since August, she's lost over 70 pounds. Wow. And this girl, I've, it's rare to see the level of dedication that she has. And, you know, for the first, I'd say, three or four months that she was at school, she stuck, she rarely missed a workout she actually ended up asking me to add in a couple more days because she started off with I think just three days a week she's up to five now um she doesn't miss workouts she didn't have a drop of alcohol you know this is a girl who's 21 years old I believe she's 21 um and just really just turned everything around for herself so I'm super proud of her and yeah so. okay that's cool I, I did have the opportunity to speak to her too and she was kind of going back and forth between school and she I think she's back home now with, with her family but um you know finding that time too I think that they when they went on vacation earlier I think I saw on Facebook that they were still doing some workouts on the beach and things like that and that's I mean it, it, when you can fit it in and when you're dedicated to hit a goal like that it's yeah. you know get out of your way or get out of our way because you know, if you have that buy-in from that member, it's, it's yeah. awesome. And then to see those results, it really, it's, it's really um, gratifying in, mm-hmm. in my experience. So that's pretty cool. Give yeah. me, give me a personal one. What do you, what's your favorite uh, story for yourself? 
like workout wise? Yeah, or you know, just gym story. It could be like a Murph run. It could be um, a uh, workout that you did. Just any anything my, that. Yeah. But my favorite story for myself is my strict muscle up. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted that for such a long time, and I probably had the strength to do it long before I actually got it, but my mind wouldn't let me. Like just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't get mind muscle to work for me. Um, so when I actually ended up getting it, I think it was in September or October. I was just that was just the best for me. Okay. When yeah. was that? I think it was September. Okay. And it took me five tries. Wow. And on the fifth try, I got it, and then I cried. A little bit. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's that, that muscle memory where your shoulders wouldn't let you go forward, or was it? I think it was my brain. Honestly, my brain. Okay. Yeah. It's like, nah, this isn't normal. We shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just. Okay. But um, I spent so much time. I anything that Chase told me to do, like just any uh, exercise to help build like the muscle memory for that so I did a lot of turnovers I would do 30 a day sometimes wow. um you know anything from weighted pull-ups weighted dips anything and okay. it took a long time but finally got it so what's what's um what's next on that goal sheet of yours uh the squat get my squat up higher okay um, I love what it a squat, you're gonna try to squat higher Oh no, like the back squat number. Yeah. Haha. Uh -huh. uh, so still got it. Still mine, got it. Yeah. Mine <laughs> is 220 the last time I checked, which was probably a while ago, but I would love it to be like 235 or 240 would be awesome. Okay. Um, oh, write else. it on your walls at yeah. home. Write it every which way you turn. Like it's right there. Squat 240, 240. And then. <laughs> Handstand walk. Okay. Can't, that. can't 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 even hold a handstand. So that is yes. Can't do that yet. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Okay. We'll we'll close out on this one. Give me, uh, someone who has been influential, that made you who you are to this point of your life. Um. Hmm. That I'm going to have to go with my parents probably. Um, okay. Yeah, because, you know, they got me involved in sports and activities when I was pretty young. Um, my dad, like, coached my teams. Um, nice. I was in dance. I danced, like, five nights a week. They are very supportive. You know, we were that household that, we didn't even eat dinner together because my brother had to be somewhere. I had to be somewhere. Yeah. Um, so it's always, they just like, they supported that. And it's something that I'm lucky that I was able to have a little bit of athletics early on and it just stayed and they encouraged it. So very cool. it's always been a part of my life and that's when it started. So I'm going to go with that, I guess. Yeah. Kind of kept you active as a little kid and yeah, 
wanted you to be obviously an active and healthy lifestyle, which is, I think mm-hmm. your dad, your dad's a, a doctor, right? Is that correct? He is. So he yeah. probably knows a thing or two about staying and trying to stay healthy as best as he possibly can in yeah. the best circumstances. Yeah. They're my, both my parents uh, strive for that. So yeah, a good example. And I really am thankful that I was involved in that stuff at a young age and never yeah. gave up on it. And now, you know, I try to, do that for my kids and yeah. I love that they can see me working out and you know they're involved in dance and gymnastics and they do CrossFit kids and Aww. they love it and my my five-year-old is convinced that she's stronger than Chase and randomly will just pull out her guns and say I'm stronger than Chase <laughs> so. oh man don't tell him that because then he'll try to get stronger and uh then, then there'll be more of a Delta. So yeah. Um, how are they doing as far as not being back in the, in the CrossFit gym? I'm sure that they miss the kids room a little bit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, they've been doing the classes uh, online, which has been awesome because, yeah. you know, as school's not in right now, that means dance isn't on and gymnastics isn't on. So right. they need something to do. And that kid's class has been awesome this past week. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to be a little bit more proactive on those classes too. I've just been doing like side programming here and there and uh, work's been been pretty crazy for, for me, but I'm fortunate to have that. But I, I love that we immediately jumped on that zoom workout yeah. and got that in. So I think I, I think I volunteered for a Wednesday class for a zoom Wednesday class. Night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, you'll have to show me how to do that too. So. It, yeah, it's kind of fun. It is. I miss it. Like I'm just wearing my my coaching gear around the, the five, house. Yeah, the five thirty <laughs> especially is very familiar with my living room now. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool, Sarah. Anything that I uh, didn't touch on that you wanted to bring up, or did we cover everything? I think we're good. Thanks okay. for having me. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. We'll get this on uh, every single airway available for people to to view this and get to know who you are. So it was a pleasure. Hopefully, um, you guys are staying safe. And uh, you know, anything you guys need, uh, podcast, anyone listening to this, always feel free to reach out to your favorite art and coaches. So thank you guys. Appreciate it, Sarah. Take care. We'll talk to you later.